You're basically like a Green Lantern that gets distracted halfway through. Yeah. yeah it's like anything. Yeah, essentially, like... I'm a Green Lantern that doesn't think before she acts. <laughs> Hello so... and welcome to the after show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How was that for a cold open? I liked it. It was good. I, I, I did. Did everybody have fun? Yeah, yes, I think that, that worked really well. Yeah. I'm impressed that we we've made as few changes as we have just as playing. Yeah, like the, like the basics yeah. were all kind of in place. I feel like like the, the the ultimate acid test is: can we play a game? Did the system support it? And did we have fun? And all of those are yeses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've often I've often thought that like I don't know. It's like when you. I think I've said this like in private to all of you, but it's like when you buy into an RPG system, you're buying into the law and the extended rules. Mm. Like the thing that makes kind of D and D more interesting than just swordsman and magic yeah. Yeah. is because it has such a rich history, and they they have thought of every conceivable, pretty much every outcome, and written yeah. a rule for it. I mean, exactly, because yeah. this is our own world, mm. it we you know. It's, you know, we don't need quite as much mm. scaffolding to, to hold no, it together. No, I mean, I, I, I've always heard D&D described to, like, the games you used to play on your playground. You know, when you were like, well, I've got a laser gun. Well, I've got a laser shield. Well, my gun is stronger than your shield. And all that. It's yeah, like yeah. that, but with a structure to it. Yeah. And it's like, we already have the playground, don't we? We already have that environment in which we can do things. So when I, for example, suggest things that my character can do, they're based on things that either we've seen Vatch do or that we are aware of because of the lore and, and logic of our universe, mm. a, a, a lamp user can use. So, yeah, we have got a strong basis for it. And all we'd have to do is put all of that into it if we wanted to put this out as a mm-hmm. book. We'd just have to put a lot of that info in. Mm-hmm. Did you all enjoy your characters? Very much. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I always... I have a... I know a, a long preference of playing just the grumpy scientist in any in any um, kind of role playing game because because that's basically me and I'm not a good actress. So <laughs> well, they always say, don't you? Like, like role play something close yeah. to your heart. Yeah. I think I think you did really well, actually. And it's like you know all the questions you were asking they were making me think on my feet. But that was that was kind of good. Like, yeah, you were the grumpy scientist and you were looking for kind of like answers, but everything you were asking made sense mm. you know like it, it felt in character it felt kind of mm. felt kind of right mm. i do like your character ali as well yeah i do yeah it's like it... i'm very weak <laughs> well i don't know though because you know you had some bad luck yeah you know mm. in the yeah, fight, yeah. it was more luck for you but you did it, you you contributed a lot to the adventure in terms of like accessing technology yeah. opening doors all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. so it doesn't like combat is not the be all and end all of the definition of your character because i was kind of in at some points in the adventure i was feeling kind of useless in a way mm. but then of course when it came to fight fighting mm. i completely smashed it because yeah. that's what my yeah. strength is so we were kind of opposites in that respect I guess. but that's yeah. something i was quite keen on when i when you know john and i were first talking about this whole thing and i was trying to put together a system that would work with very few rules but would work for any situation is that i've always found that D is a little too combat yeah, focused just like it's combat. you know all so many rules in that book such a large chunk of that book is purely how to run combat and i was like mm. why couldn't we just have the same rules that run on every possible interaction that mm. you have in the world and um so yeah I'm, I'm glad that we could all do something different and we could have non-combative characters actually mm. doing stuff in the story mm. um although it turns out i'm pretty mean with a spear yeah um, the spear so. might be a little op <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know i mean these guys were i mean um as a kind of like uh, point of contrast i was saying that well you all had like 16 health Mm, yeah. So the zombie, purely by accident. <laughs> the the kind of zombies I was saying had eight 
health. Right. I was saying, so they were starting at, you know, half your starting point because they were weakened. You know, they were not healthy people. Um, you know, like, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, the first one, you know, you stabbed him right through the chest. You did like six damage to him, uh, which seemed fair. Yeah. You know, it's like, and that was pretty devastating. Like he was still on his feet. I wasn't giving him any kind of like disadvantages. Hmm. In fact, I might have said, in a, if he was a healthier person, I might have said that like, you know, you gave him a glancing blow yeah, or something. Yeah. But yeah, with this guy, given his kind of like disheveled state. So you were fighting weakened people mm. and you weren't demolishing them. I mean, like one of them was still pretty much at full health. Like yeah, he was yeah. still okay. Yeah. Um, one rule I kind of had to make up on the fly was the idea of like um, uh, retaliation. Mm, yeah. Yes. Uh, That's a good idea though. Because the, uh, the way you said with combat is that like um, the attacker rolls a combat roll. Yeah. You roll a defense roll if both are kind of scory fitting. Yeah. So attacking with strength, defending with dexterity or something, which I think you did at one point. Yeah. Um, and we were saying like if the attack is higher than the defense roll, the attack is successful and the damage done is the difference mm -hmm. yeah. between Because I was thinking two. it's like it's the difference between managing to thoroughly block something with your shield or having it like skim off the edge and maybe like mm, yeah. slice at your elbow or something, you know. But then I was also thinking the thing I was we didn't really have a rule for like what if the defense is super uh, like super high, like massively mm. over the attack, which did happen a couple of times. So then I was like, you know what, that's a good point for mm. like yeah. a retaliation. Yeah. And, and maybe that might be better to say in future, once we get this more settings going, we could say if it's a certain amount over or if it's like mm. X, here's the number you need yeah. to look at. And then it seemed fair to give you another attack. Mm. Yeah. Because otherwise I felt combat might be a bit kind of slow. Well, yeah, I mean, and again, in D&D, &D, that's always a problem. Um, mm. But you get, like, attacks of opportunity occasionally. Like, if you manage to surprise a character, mm. the DM would say, you have an attack of opportunity, do a thing. Um, and people can spend a long time arguing over whether they got an attack of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> that's the but, thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But I think so much of you know, what makes a good... RPG game and what makes a good DM is someone who does just like on on some elements sort of react on the fly and you did do that. So well, well thank you. Good. I mean, I, I mean, like uh, you guys were actually all amazing. Like I don't, I don't think I can stress that enough. Like you were working as a team, you were kind of coming up with like new ways of thinking. Like I honestly didn't imagine you'd go in through the cargo hatch. Honestly, <laughs> oh, really? I thought you'd try and get in through the dome. You know, I, I don't know why I assumed that, but you know. So I mean, um, so all of that stuff with the broken crane and all that was invented, like you yeah, with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. But the um, but it makes you talking about like the water. Like, where did all the water go? And I was like, that's a really good point. Like, where did all the water go? Like, that's that's fun. You know, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh, thinking about the Eva suits, like I never would have imagined you'd uh, you'd have kind of um, gone for that. Like, yeah, that's really clever. <laughs> you know. So yeah, fair play to you all. Cool. Well, no, I really enjoyed it. I think I think the, the the skeleton of it, and in fact, more of it. I think it works. Yeah, really. mm. I think if I had some balancing ideas, I think possibly we need to reduce the number of universe points that there are. Mm. Yeah. I know towards the end there we were all picking up power points to boost our attacks, but we've still got quite a lot of everything left over. Yeah, it's and I know we're not done in this universe yeah. yet, but still, it's. I think like, that's the big thing, isn't it? It's I was like, going to say, how like, much are more we adventure done? Is there? Yeah. Just and I guess we on. haven't decided, like, I think I said, like, it'll replenish once everybody's slept or something. Like, you know, you have to have a period of time for it to replenish. Or I'd like to say, or maybe, like, I know an adventure is mm. a bit arbitrary because mm. that's a bit metagaming, but you could say that, like, this is just how many you have for this story, yeah. basically. Yeah. Mm. How many are left in each, by the way? Uh, we have five power, uh, seven soul. I can't actually see the other two. 
Seven. Uh, what was that? Logic, logic and seven change. How many? Seven logic. Seven logic, seven change. Seven change. Okay, so, I mean... Did you make notes of all of that? I've just made a note of that now. I was going to say that's quite important, isn't Mm -hmm. it? Well, again, a lot of this was kind of like um, playing it by ear and seeing how well you all did. But I say we're probably about halfway through. Oh, right, okay. I mean, it's not that I feel... It's not that I feel we could just keep going and going and going. It's not like there's a big weight to it now, but it's like we've done all this in, in one kind of session. Mm. I basically think one more session would see us to the end. Cool. So maybe more than halfway through, maybe mm. 60, two-thirds of the way through, perhaps. But Okay. And is there any element of levelling up? Well, know? no. See, I I thought these it all kind of worked well without it because mm. what I thought would happen is as you got further into an adventure as you got further into a character you would find more items mm. you would get loot you would get things that would in effect level you up because mm. they would give you this sort of stat boosts like the way our weapons give us a, a strength boost you could find a better weapon and that would mm. give you more strength if you're using that weapon yeah I like that to be fair it's yeah. the Zelda leveling up model and I think it's I think it's good I also think it's simpler mm. like you know leveling up again D&D which is the only one I have a real a real sense of although I've played a few other RPG types um, you know leveling up is like you get to the end of a session it's another 20 minutes afterwards going through all the charts and tables figuring yeah. out which dice you have to roll and I was like you just get a better I just sword. want to get on with the actual role playing because that's always yeah. been the bit I really love and that's I think the main disadvantage to a lot of no, the big RPGs particularly like D&D is the classic example but also Eclipse Phase like the amount of time you spent looking through your massive skill list to try and figure out whether you could do something or not because it was just like it was like half the page was just full of full of skills that you had to associate things with, and I think I'm interested in the cipher system which I've been reading up a lot about, which seems to go, which is kind of where I pulled the idea of the pools, like the the stat pools that you can draw mm-hmm. from, because that's how cipher works. That you as a character don't have stats, you have points mm. that you can add to something to make it more likely to happen, mm. um, and that seemed much quicker and faster and in that case in cypher you'd level up by increasing your pool size Mm. Mm. um okay but yeah i thought basically the system here is that you get or find items or buy Mm. items that you can then modify your character with could our ability to tap into the universe expand perhaps whether you earn extra well i mean here's, here's a question isn't it like um maybe there should be maybe it's less about how much uh how, how you balance how much verse energy there is and maybe more a limit in how much you can use per moment. Do you mm, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I did have the idea that obviously this is an utterly bland universe. Like as John was describing it, it is an abiotic grey desert. Yeah. Where in, so it's, I think it's quite sensible that we have utterly even amounts of each mm. element available here. If you go yeah. to a more extreme universe that's got one thing over another, you could not have as much soul and have mm. more power and so then it's like well if I want to do anything soul based I can't I can't I can't ever modify it you I know like that. yeah. that's a very good I mean idea. I took from every single type in mm. this game I only took power and change I didn't take any soul but I took the other one <laughs> interestingly uh, there wasn't uh, obviously any opportunity for charisma because there were no there people nobody talked talk to no you. people <laughs> interactions um yeah, it was interesting. I really liked inspiration. Yeah. I liked being able to throw that in on occasion. Yeah, that was good. Um, intelligence and knowledge, I think, functioned fairly well. We may need to rename them in a weird way. Like, I like yeah, what I, they I, each intelligence do. Intelligence is not quite 
the word I was looking for. problem solving, yeah. like a deduction or something because like that. Because it doesn't make much sense that I, my character has very high knowledge and very low intelligence. Like The other way around can make more sense, because you can have a lot of raw intelligence but not have studied much. You could call much. it problem solving. Or like speed of, speed of thought, problem solving, mm. kind of. Yeah. And Mental I think it was interesting agility. that you used... Mental agility. It was interesting that you used strategy as initiative. It was the best I could think of. I mean, I liked... Yeah, I did that. Because initiative is very... You know, there's a reason it's copied. Yeah. Because it's, it's a really useful system. It sets the frame, doesn't it, for the upcoming battle. Yeah. But I like the way that... The idea that you could use strategy as a... It could occasionally be used as a combat yeah. thing. I think there's a case to be made for... You could say, well, mm. look, I'm neither strong nor fast, but I could use... Convince me why... As a DM, I should let you use strategy. Yeah. And you're like, well, I'm going to think about it and I'm going to be really smart in my attack. Mm, but, I like the idea, to, yeah. but I think, Lucy, you said something at some point that like kind of strategy could almost work as a as like an after-the-fact yeah. thing. Like, so, what did you do to prepare for this yeah. event that's just happened? So it's like something sudden happens, mm-hmm. hence like the strategy role. I just wanted to see kind yeah. of like how you did. And then it's like what you rolled, I ended up using to dictate the order of combat. Yeah. And I, I think it made couple, sense. Yeah. I think it, it worked it does. pretty well. Yeah, it does make sense. I mean, and, and it's like Ali, like, uh, you know, you were saying, uh, I think you, you felt like your character was didn't do a lot in combat, but I felt that what you did from a story perspective was very, like, real. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, to, to your credit, it's like you, you know, you were attacked, blind, you were blindsided by a psychic blob. <laughs> you know, you took some damage but recovered. You know, you turned and shot at it. Yeah. You know, you threw a cat at it. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> <Slightly> moment, <dude. laughs> you know, and you didn't die. Yeah. You know, like that's pretty that's, yeah, that's a good result. That's pretty it? awesome, really. Yeah. yeah. Not many people can say the same. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it and uh, I think like I said, I you guys all did amazingly. So thank you so fun. much. It yeah. was good. You did really good. Yeah, I yeah. really enjoyed your DMing, so well, thank you. we can uh, we'll have to do around. this again. Yeah. Find out what happens in the big dark hole of darkness. I want to know. Yeah, we're all dead. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah. Just our, our bleached skeletons are found there. Two hundred years later, is very short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> twenty seconds long. John just describes our bodies. 